how a shift in your frame of mind, along with a unique form of journaling, can yield extraordinary results with executive coach Kim Addis from Frame of Mind Coaching on episode number 189 of the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. I mean, one of the things I did was I journaled every single day and I and I started to realize that my journal was a vehicle to help me manage my emotions, to help me get from like a really bad place to a what do I want instead place. And that was extremely powerful. Hi, this is Kelly Calabrese, and I help women become intentionally fabulous. My mission is to help women going through any stages of separation and divorce to go from fearful to fearlessly pursuing what sets their soul on fire. Here on Dr. Brad Miller's podcast, the Beyond Adversity podcast, his mission is to help you to crush adversity and discover your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller, the show dedicated to helping you crush adversity and succeed in life. Brad believes you deserve a life that is fulfilling and impactful. And this show is designed to help you navigate beyond adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose. Now, here's Dr. Brad. Hello, good people, and welcome to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. What a pleasure and a privilege it is to have you join me today as we continue on our journey to help folks like you to navigate adversity and achieve your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose to grow through what you go through. You can head on over to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there. And over 180 episodes of this podcast, which we talk to experts and leaders who will help you navigate such things as depression or divorce, disease perhaps, or debt or death, and to come out to the other side with a plan in your life to achieve peace, prosperity, and purpose. Here on episode number 189, we're going to be talking about shifting your frame of mind and journaling in order to achieve success in your life, particularly for leaders, executive entrepreneurs. We have executive coach with us, Kim Addis. She's the founder of Frame of Mind Coaching, and she and her life has had her share of ups and downs and things and challenges in her life. Today in our episode, you're going to feel her story of going through a very difficult divorce and a breakup with her business partner. The business partner also happened to be her husband, her ex-husband, and the dealing with some of the challenges of parenting and running a entrepreneurial executive business. You're going to hear all those things. We're going to hear her process of how she dealt with those adversities and develop the process to help shift your mind to look for blind spots in your life and shift your thinking in order to yield extraordinary results and using a unique form of journaling in order to do that. It's called the talk, the journal that talks back and she's going to tell us all about it. So you're going to feel her story. You're going to learn something. When we come back on the other side of the interview, we're going to talk about what you 
personally can do in order to shift your life from wherever you're at. She blogs at frameofmindcoaching.com. Let's get into this conversation right now. Our guest today, Kim Addis, it comes to us from a background where she's had some success in life and some challenges in life. And she's found that such processes as a change of your frame of your mind and some of the tools she uses in journaling are helpful to her. She's the founder of Frame of Mind Coaching and the journal that talks back and a super mom of five, Kim Addis. We welcome you to Beyond Adversity. Thank you so much. I'm super happy to be here and happy to be talking to you and excited to have this conversation. It's a, it certainly is a pleasure for me as well. And the topic we're going to talk about here today really is in complete alignment with our audience, which is folks who have chosen in one form or another to not stay stuck in their situation and to uh, get through it and to move on, find some way or another. And you have frame of mind coaching and you talk about several things that you've done. But I have to uh, uh, know from your story that you have had some challenges of your own to uh, navigate and to overcome. Tell us a little bit about some uh, challenges you may have had in your life, some adversity that you've had to uh, speak to and your story a little bit. And then we'll talk a little bit about how you got out of that. Yeah, I mean, uh, so let's start with this. I'm a serial entrepreneur. So this is not uh, the first business I've run. I ran another business in the past called Upward Motion. Cool name, right? But the, we, we used to build simulation-based assessments. And the purpose of those assessments was to help people make better hiring decisions. Companies make better hiring decisions. But essentially, I had two business partners. One of them is now my ex-husband. And so we worked together. We we're great business partners. We did a lot of great things together. We grew the business. You know, we had very different styles of, of leadership. But we were very complimentary to one another. But when our marriage fell apart, we thought for a brief period of time that perhaps we could continue working together. Well, it just didn't work out. Like it was very hard to be in the same space when everything else around us was falling apart. And so one thing led to another and we decided the company that we started, I started, it was kind of my baby. I was the face of the company. Everybody knew me. I was the marketing engine and he was more behind the scenes. So the idea was that I would keep the business. And so he asked me to buy him out and I offered him a deal that deal wasn't something that he could accept. And so he said, give me a shotgun uh, clause. I, I don't know if you know how a shotgun works. Uh, I'm not familiar with it. If you could just unpack okay, it just so, a little so, bit. Yeah. Uh, so I'll give you how it works is that if you have a partnership and shotgun works like this is if you and I are partners, I say, hey, Brad, I'll buy you out for, let's say, $100. And if you don't like the price, if you think it's too low, you say, you know what? I'll buy you out at that price. So I get yeah. to name the price and you get to decide whether you're buying or selling. And I, I assume that somehow worked out legally as well, right? It's a it's totally legal. It's a common business way to dissolve partnerships. So it's not unusual. But he said, you know, give me a shotgun. I gave him a shotgun, one that I thought he would accept, and he chose not to accept it. Oh, okay. And so he ended up buying me out instead of instead of me buying him out. I have to tell you, suddenly I'm a single single parent. Suddenly my business is gone. And suddenly I have no idea where I am and who I am and what I'm about. 
like everything I knew was just kind of pulled out from under me. Let alone the let all the loss of the marriage as well is all it's all exactly interconnected. Exactly. So yes, exactly. And so for me, I I guess you could say I went through an identity crisis because I think for a lot of people they connect their identity with what they do in life with their work. Yes. And the first thing I learned was my identity is not my work. It's not. No matter what I do, no matter how attached I am to it, no matter how committed I am and how it, you know, makes up so many hours of my life and my day, it is not who I am. Mm -hmm. And so that was the first lesson. And it was a very difficult lesson. And, you know, one of the most important things was just to let go of that business, let go of all the attachment I had to that business. The second part that was hard was when you're a mom and you raise your kids, they are your kids, like almost you own them, right? And suddenly now you have to share custody with someone that now you have contention with, boy, is that ever hard? Like, you know, and when your kids call you from his house and they're not entirely thrilled or happy to be there, now on the inside, you feel guilt, you feel worry, you feel fear, you feel anger, you feel all these things. So for me, the adversity was everything in my life just kind of turned upside down. And I had to figure out which way was up and what I wanted to build from here. And so that is my story. I mean, that was quite a while ago. But you know, but still, it's not it's not an uncommon story. I mean, it's, you know, I've gone through that myself. I, you know, I came, I had a Child went uh, when I went through a divorce, a pretty ugly divorce, you know, and all kinds of things with it. You know, let alone all the logistical stuff of multiple households and financial pressures, and you know, if you lost your business, that meant you got to find something else to do. You know, whether it's build a new business or you're being employed, you got all the dynamics and all the moving parts that happen. And some people, Kim, as you know, and perhaps it's happened to you to some degree, you said you felt a little lost. Some people stay lost. You know, they stay yeah. in that that void or whatever. And some people then choose to take the action to navigate out of that. And I know from getting to know you just a little bit, you're a person who chose to take some uh, pretty profound action. So tell us a little bit about some of the actions that you took to break out of that circumstance you found yourself in and to begin to move towards the point where you towards where you're at right now these days? So I did a lot of things. I mean, one of the things I did was I journaled every single day. And I and I started to realize that my journal was a vehicle to help me manage my emotions to help me get from like a really bad place to a what do I want instead place. And that was extremely powerful. The second thing that happened was shortly after I ended up selling my business, I got recruited by a local company because I was very well known in my industry, but I got recruited by a coaching company here in Toronto and they hired me to be their VP of marketing. And I was very, very, very excited about that opportunity because their mission in life was to help people live extraordinary lives. And I thought, man, that is for me. Um, That's me. So that's the second thing that happened, but I'll come back to that in a minute. And the third thing that I did was I, I attended this conference on book marketing or something like that. And I met this, this man who I ended up hiring to be my coach. And he introduced me all, to all kinds of literature, all kinds of reading on subjects that I knew intuitively, but I didn't know intellectually. And so all of a sudden, I really started to study what helps people get out of the funk. What helps people 
truly live extraordinary lives? What differentiates top performers from others? What, how come some people seem to float through life, seem to have ease and other people really suffer and struggle? Why do some people have amazing marriages and other people get divorced? And I just started to study like what makes life work for some people and for others, not at all. But I started working for this coaching company and I really didn't fit. I can't work for people. I'm unemployable. And a couple of things happened. One was that I realized like I, it's just, I have my own ideas about how life works. But the other thing that happened was I got to observe how they coach. And I thought to myself, I think that there's a better way. I think that they're missing the point. And, and the primary thing that I thought that they were missing was that in their coaching style or methodology, what they were doing was helping business owners create business plans. And with, you know, here are the 10 things you need to do to achieve your goals. And they were helping these people by holding them accountable to all the action steps. And I thought to myself, you know what, these people don't need accountability. They know how to have a plan. But why aren't they executing on the plan? What's actually missing here? And it has to do with their thinking. It has to do with their values, their beliefs, the way they look at life, their perspectives. And really, that's the differentiator. That's the difference between people who coast through life and people who struggle through life. And that's what you start to pick up from, from your becoming a student of life change and some of the coaching that you received, you became coachable. Well, I started, I started, yeah, I started to kind of observe and I thought, what if we could really help people get out of their own way? What if we could help people look at how they think? and understand and and morph their thinking so that their thinking works for them instead of against them. So Kim, uh, that's obviously you have taken these significant steps to shift of the mind. You took coaching of your own. You also then applied your reading and things like that to your life. I'm also interested in any connection you had a sensitivity to uh, connecting to some greater goal or a power higher than yourself. This might be a spiritual thing. It might be a thing of sensitivity about having that what you're doing is bigger than just serving your immediate needs, some other bigger, greater good goal. Tell us about any connection you might have had to anything along this line. Perhaps, you know, meditation might have been something like that. You know what happened? I'll tell you that while I was working for this coaching company, they encouraged me to do something called Landmark Education. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. But so I went to Landmark and I found it very interesting because what happened to me was that I, for the first time, sat in a room and said to myself, I didn't know this stuff intellectually. I knew this stuff at my soul, at my core. Like, I understand this. This is the way I look at the world. This is the way I view the world. This is the way I feel. This is the way I think. This is the way I operate. But I didn't know there were words to this. I didn't know there was language. I didn't know there was a framework. I just thought it was a way of being. And that was kind of, I think, the trigger for me to say, what would it be like if I started my own coaching business to really help people at a much deeper level? Not just you know, help them make more sales phone calls or help them reach their business goals, but help them truly deeply live a life where they are much more at peace, experiencing more ease. That to me was the moment where something kicked in that said to me, 
I'm supposed to do this other stuff here in the world. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the satisfaction and the true sense of well-being comes from on a kind of a gut level, a soul level, a spiritual level, many different uh, terminologies for work. But it's when you have a sensitivity that goes beyond the tactical, you know, they you know, point A, the formula, you know, or here's our 10 points, what kind of thing, what's in, in, in your gut. And that, that's awesome. And you have done this went through something that I love to do myself. And that is journaling is one of the things that you have done. And I want to talk to you for a few minutes, Kim, about kind of the, the, the disciplines, the things that shifted in your life, the, the, how you thought through process and how you applied some of your learning. You mentioned a lot of books that you read, the coach you had, how you applied some of that in your day-to-day life to make a difference. And then maybe I'm sure you teach us in some of your coaching. And I, I love what you, you, you talk about in one point here, but what's so great about journaling, what is great about journaling for among the things or other things that you may do now? So what, what I did, because I've been a journaler ever since I was a kid, kind of in and out on and off. But then when I hit that moment of adversity, I became religious about it. You could say, you know, when things go bad, I need some place to express myself and really not only to express myself, but to remind myself where I want to go, how I want to live, how I view the world. And it helps me really take me to a new. And when I decided to start my coaching company, I said, wouldn't it be really cool if I could get into people's heads and understand how they think, how they see the world, how they feel about themselves and about everything else? Wouldn't it be cool if I could read their journals? Because normally you think about journaling as something between you and yourself. But what if as a coach, I could kind of, you know, take a peek into that conversation that you're having with yourself. And so when I started coaching leaders, I asked them to journal in an online journal in a way where I would be able to read their journal and ask them questions about it. Because imagine that you're having this conversation in your head and someone else could hear it, but someone else suddenly steps in and interferes and says, Brad, that thought is self-destructive. It's not useful. And it's not even true. Hmm. I'm very interested in this because it's kind of like interactive counseling, if you were, you know, if if we were talking in kind of a, but uh, you're talking about in the business sense or. It doesn't only, it's not only business. People come initially for business, but then they realize that there's so much more to their business than just their business. Yeah, that's kind of get. It's all integrated. You, you know, you, you really can't do. Well, like we said in our earlier conversation, part of our conversation, conversation, you can't do. You know, you can't have your business without your personal life, without your the good, the bad, and the ugly. Your uh, personal life, it's all in, integrated. I'm really interested in this because that's what you mean by the journal that talks back. Because when you work with your clients, you're the one talking back, aren't you? Well, that's exactly it. So when we work with our executive clients, we couple this concept of daily journaling. So. If you were a client, you would be journaling daily. And as your coach, I'd be reading and responding to your journals. But then we'd also have our weekly coaching sessions. So Mm. what happened was I started to notice a bit of a trend. One of the trends that surfaced was that our clients were sharing that their young adult children were really struggling with stress, with anxiety, with depression, with with, um, career confusion, relationship issues, all of that stuff. And so we decided to create a service specifically for young professionals called the Journal That Talks Back, where 
they would be assigned to a coach and they could journal as much as they want. And their coach would read and respond to every single journal that they wrote within a 24 hour time period. So it's basically, as you say, interactive coaching. Um, and so we just, we just launched this not that long ago. And, and then do you, in, in this process, Kim, do you use any kind of a template or a framework for people? Do they have X, you know, certain kind of questions they're supposed to respond to or accountability, as it were, to write so much, you know, it's something like this. Tell us, I like, I'm interested in how it kind of really works. And kind of Yeah. Makes- so uh, let's talk a little bit about accountability. I'll, I'll come back to accountability because accountability is a huge part of the philosophy that, that we have. And I'll ex- explain what I mean by that. But in terms of how it works, if you're a young person, you go onto the site, you track your mood, and then you have a library of journaling prompts that you can choose from, or you can select one randomly, or you can choose not to have any journaling prompt. And you start journaling. And when you do, you hit submit. It goes immediately to your coach. Your coach gets a notification that says you've journaled and your coach reads and responds to your journal and you get one coach. So you build this relationship with your coach over time. And that's exactly how it works. But let's talk a little bit about accountability for a minute. So I know that in coaching, the theory is that accountability is beautiful. It's awesome. It's amazing. But for me, if we bring accountability into coaching. I think it's unethical at best and detrimental at worst. Mm, okay. Go, go with that a little bit. Okay. I'll, I'll explain to you why. So let's say you say, Hey, you know, like I'm struggling with this one thing or I'm struggling with a whole bunch of things and I don't feel good. Like I feel bad because I can't reach this one goal. And so how do you feel about yourself? Not, not ideal, right? Not great. And you say, maybe a coach could help me. I'll find a coach. And so you start to work with a coach and they say, do this and they hold you accountable and it works, right? It works. And so what happens suddenly when the coach is gone? What the coach actually has done is created a system of dependence. And for me, that's not very ethical, right? But let's go one step further. Kind of reminds me, before you go too far, it kind of reminds me of someone graduates from school where they've had the structure of a teacher or whatever, and they graduate or whatever, and they drop off the planet, you know, or whatever. Right. They get lost. They get lost, right? And so now what happens, like, you know, a minute ago we said you go to coaching because you're not feeling so great about yourself and you're hoping that it could get better. And then you go into coaching and there's this accountability thing and it still doesn't work. Now, how do you feel about yourself? Better or worse? even worse. It's driven by guilt. That's for sure. Yeah. Exactly. So, so what the coach has done is taken a bad situation and made it infinitely worse. To me, that's detrimental. So I'm not a fan of accountability and coaching. I'm a okay. fan of- so what's, your, what's your response to it then? How do you go get around the situation of helping people to still make progress? I'll tell you, I think relationship is the vehicle for travel. So when there's someone in your corner that is unapologetically in your corner, even when you're not in your own corner, that creates movement, that creates traction. And that kind of relationship is unheard of. 
So it's about affirmation. It's about cheerleading, as it were. I, I, I don't about, like the word know. affirmation either. And I, I can give okay. you a million reasons for that. But it's about helping you see in yourself what's hard for you to see. And it's about shining a light and holding a vision on your success, on your brilliance, on your capabilities, not on your flaws, your weaknesses, and your failures. And it's about helping you get from where you are to where you want to be by helping you look and think about things differently. But it's that relationship that creates traction. If you don't trust me, you're not going anywhere with me. We're not traveling mm -hmm. together. You're not going to make progress. So I think I'm tracking with you now. It's about it's about the relationship thing and not about the accountability and affirmation. If you allow me to take off my own little tangent here, which may be completely wrong, but help me out here. For you, there's two levels of relationship. You have, I would call it the vertical relationship. That's between yourself and your spiritual life, anything you have to do with yourself. And that would be the part that would be kind of the opposite of the, the, the counterpoint to that would be the affirmation thing we talked about there, which you don't care for. And then the, uh, the relationship with other people, what some people might have would have called accountability is how transformation takes place that there's a juxtaposition of that vertical. Uh, relationship and the horizontal relationship. Am I tracking with you at all here? You're, you're tracking. I mean, again, the account, the, the affirmation component is like separate from all of this, but I like, I'm not, you know, I'm here to teach you, show you, demonstrate the relationship between the way you think, the way you see things, the way you process things and the outcomes you get, the, the results you're getting. And so when you start to learn that, Really, you take ownership of what's happening. But again, I'm standing in your corner without budging. And people aren't used to that. Well, that's beautiful. It's part of the process, I believe, transportation, transformation takes place in large part because of relationship. You know, that's the emotional connection. you got to have an emotional piece in here somewhere. Exactly. And, uh, you know, and you, you get, e you emote almost have an emotional connection with other people. Usually you, it's hard to have an emotional connection. This is my perspective. It's hard to have an emotional connection with a ledger sheet or with whatever, you know, a, a digital readout or something. You have, you have a relationship with another person. And so that's, that's awesome. Exactly. So tell us about a person. So Kim, tell us about a person or persons that you've had a relationship with through your process of frame of mind coaching. So you're about a change of mind and you're also about this particular tool. Tell us about a person you've worked with or seen transformation with that, that you've you know, really been amazing and really said, okay, I'm doing something good here. Something's happening. Here. Oh gosh. I, I've seen so many transformations. You know what? I just, so I coached a, a young, a young man who had some trauma in his, and again, I'm not a, I'm not a therapist, I'm not a counselor, but who had some trauma in his uh, background, uh, which led to some difficulty in his marriage and his relationships. And he was just a guy who was like, kind of thrashing around with the world. And so I coached him. And at the same time, his wife got coached by another one of our coaches. And he started sharing his journals with her. And he started sharing her journals with me. And at some point, I said, why don't I just coach the two of you together? And I had never done that. So I coached both of them. And we just finished our coaching term last week. And what he said to me was, thank you, you saved my life. 
and you save my marriage. And so it turned out that prior to coaching, he had some suicidal ideation. And he said, you know, honestly, like this, this made a massive, massive difference for me. And he's a very accomplished young man, right? It wasn't a business problem we were having. Here's the thing in this, I uh, just to say, uh, hey, that's awesome. That doesn't feel much better in life than to be a part of something like that. And when people have issues, whatever they are, you know, I believe that adversity takes basically five different forms. And I won't go into great detail, but they're depression, which is the mental health side of things, divorce, which is relationship, kind of covers those things, disease, health related things, debt, financial things and death, end of life issues. I call them the five D's, and that's kind of writing I do on that area. But they're all integrated, you know. Everybody has those things. And so when, when people, when a person has a problem, Ken, it's not an isolation of the other things. And they will often turn to people they know, whether it's in the workplace or their buddy they go, you know, drinking with or bowling with or whatever. And they turn to a professional counselor down the road. And so you have offered an in, at least an opening for people to have healthy transformation. And that, that is awesome. So I'll say thank you for on behalf of that couple there, because a married save is a good, a, a good thing. However, it happens. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing, you can't save a marriage if the two people in the marriage aren't particularly healthy. So we need to deal with that first, right? The transformation, of either a marriage or a group, a corporate group, whatever. I'm a big believer in, and you, you, I call it, you, you grow through what you go through, which is, you know, you have to choose to grow through your, your circumstances and a group can't transform unless an individuals or perhaps a couple transforms. And you learn that in your prior marriage as well. That's not going to work if you don't, you know, if you don't, if all parties are not wanting it to happen and at the common goal, there's all kinds of things, the road we could go down here. And, but you, what you I appreciate here, you provide, provided an innovative response, a solution, if you will, for people who have matters that matter in their life, but also through, you know, their business matters as well. And through the, this template as, as it were. So, Let's just say, uh, Kim, that if, if someone is listening to our voices here today and they're thinking, wow, it's kind of, this is kind of a VA moment, kind of aha moment. This conversation has, you know, hit me where I live. What are people going to find when they go to frameofmindcoaching.com and to find out from you? How can what you offer be helpful to people who may go, okay, please help me? Yeah, I mean, at frameofmindcoaching.com, it explains how we coach. And frameofmindcoaching.com is really focused on the the entrepreneurs, the executives, the highly driven leaders, the people who want to make a massive difference in the world, the people who are movers and shakers, the people who want all the good things in life, but also the people who are frustrated because they aren't quite where they want to be and they don't understand why the world isn't cooperating. And I'm, I'm putting that in a very simple terms, but Friend My Coaching is really designed to help those highly driven individuals get to a new place but really what I'm, our mission in life is to help people live with greater ease, peace, exhilaration, and joy. That's the mission. And when that happens, 
they reach their goals with greater ease. They lead more successfully. They have better relationships. They feel healthier. All the things start to happen. So that's what we do at Frame Mind Coaching. With the journal that talks back, we're targeting a different audience. We're targeting a younger generation. We're targeting people who maybe they're in university. Maybe they're still living at home. Maybe they're newly married. Maybe they just started a new job. Maybe you know, they are at a point in life where there's massive transition and there's a lot of confusion that comes with transition and they need just a little bit of support to work through some of this out. And there are people who say, I don't really need therapy, but I definitely can use someone to talk to. Things aren't exactly as I thought they would be at this phase of my life and I need some help getting some clarity. So those are the two different kind of ways. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt, Kim, that we live in a time of massive confusion and a lot of people who sense have a sense of meaninglessness in life. And uh, what you're providing here is an opportunity for people to connect to unravel some of the confusion and to get some direction and purpose in, in life and to begin to find some meaningfulness in life in the midst of a world that is often, you know, pretty pretty challenging so appreciate what you do and think you provide a great great service thank you her name uh her name is kim uh andis addis addis kim addis i know i was going to mess it up i apologize kim addis and uh, she's the founder of frame of mind coaching and the journal that talks back she works in the areas of personal development and executive coaching and she's a super mom of five and we didn't get into too much of that over conversation today that might be a time for another conversation because i got a feeling from our conversation that you have some takes on parenting as well i and sure on marriage do and, and some things like that that would be another conversation another day but you can connect up to kim kim addis at uh thank you for being our guest today on beyond adversity with dr brad Many, many thanks to Kim Addis from frameofmindcoaching.com for sharing with her, with us her story of overcoming a, you know, a really tough divorce and a business breakup and dynamics with the family, parenting, and so on, and how she had to deal with that in the midst of also building a business. And I hope you heard her process there about shifting your frame of mind and using a process that she calls the journal that talks back. So here's your application. Here's your to-do points here today from our podcast. One of them is to journal. And she has a very particular form of journaling, which involves, you know, uh, feedback and so on. Uh, take advantage of that. Go to her website and take advantage of that. But even if you don't, journaling is a helpful thing to process things in your life. So get a pad of paper or an online version and journal. That can be helpful to you. And the other thing you can do is you can go to her website, frameofmindcoaching.com. And if you feel like she can be helpful to you, look at the resources she offers there. She has lots of resources on her website. But particularly, you may want to book a coaching call to find out if what she offers is right for you. Kim Adis at frameofmindcoaching.com. Here at the Beyond Adversity podcast, we are all about helping you to navigate adverse life conditions, to make a shift in your own life, to grow through what you go through, come out to a better place, a place of peace, prosperity, and purpose. I invite you to head on over to drbradmiller.com. We've got a free gift for you there, and you can take advantage of our 180 episode of the podcast with leaders and great teachers to speak into your life to help you to overcome depression, divorce, disease, debt, and death. We're here to be helpful to you. 
here at drbradmiller.com and the Beyond Adversity Podcast, where we come to you every week to offer you a word of encouragement to help you to grow through what you go through. Until next time, friends, this is Dr. Brad Miller encouraging you to continue to do all the good that you can. Thank you for listening to the Beyond Adversity podcast with Dr. Brad Miller. You can find a complete archive of all episodes at drbradmiller.com. That's drbradmiller.com. Or subscribe for free through Apple Podcasts and never miss an episode. Each week, we bring you a message to crush adversity and live your life of peace, prosperity, and purpose.